This episode of the Texas Beer Experience Podcast is brought to you by Galveston Island Brewing. Visit Galveston Island Brewing at their taproom on Galveston Island or online at www.galvestonislandbrewing.com. Grab yourself a cold beer and get ready to enjoy the official beer podcast of the state of Texas. Welcome to the Texas Beer Experience Podcast, dedicated to all the great things about Texas craft beer. And I am your host, Leo Longoria. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Texas Beer Experience Podcast. We are recording today at Thistle Draft Shop in Spring, where we've done this show here before with with our former friend, well, I guess still a friend, Chad Pilbeam. Once you move from Texas, he, he moved. He's yeah, we love him, but he's dead. To once us. you leave Texas, man, you're not really a friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we love oh, you, Chad. Yeah, we love you, Chad. We love you. I want to rub your bald head again, <laughs> sometime, sometime. Uh, but today, the other voice you hear is our good friend Hugh Height. Welcome to the show, Hugh. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Leo. Hugh, Hugh is a real estate guy that. Um, that drinks a lot of beer. Probably too much. <laughs> is there really such a thing? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I mean, there probably is. Yeah. I've never seen you, like, like on, on the street, like, laying down in the street corner. No, 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 no. That happens at home. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on we've my all, bed or the couch. We've or all been there. <laughs> For sure. For sure. And I met Hugh, really, I just, I kind of got to know you here. At Thistle Draft Shop. Yeah. Or maybe at Spindle Tap. Probably at Spindle Tap. Yeah. Because I was there for a lot of the releases when you were there. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But, but like, connecting-wise, like, really getting to know each other, it's been mostly here, I feel. Yeah, I think Because I've been so. here for several, several like, trivia things that, that, that you and your kick-ass team are all... <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, you guys kick a lot of ass in trivia, We we, we do. In fact, um, they're... So they're finally doing a... Um, tournament uh that the fine that we've already qualified for the finals they have tri- trivia at five different locations a gentleman who does it just in live play games does a great job of it we're here every tuesday night our team name is horrible we are stephen hawking's dance crew <laughs> and um so we've qualified for the tournament every the, the top team with the top number of wins from each location they're here it's excalibur it's cosmic cowboy um it's oh, cosmic Jive, cowboy Jive, does it too? Jive bar okay and, one other place, and I apologize for not remembering. But anyway, so they all win, and then basically after that, it's number of points. So the more points, that means you've been here longer. So he's going to give some, he's going to do an invite tournament for, I think it's going to be about ten or twelve teams, and that's going to be on Monday, October tenth, here at Thistle. Oh, okay. Which coincidentally is also going to be Pumpkinator release day. Yes, it is here at Thistle. Speaking of Pumpkinator, did yes. you see the video today? Uh, with the uh, with the uh, uh, the, with the, the rum barrel age. What is it? Bahamian rum barrels, I believe. I don't remember what he said. I thought he but... said they don't. Well, they don't. They don't do it in in um, in uh, shoot. Start to the B. I don't remember. But anyway, um, so yeah, it's going to be rum barrel age, and then they'll still have. I think still going to have Bourbonator. I don't know. I, I heard that they were going to have a coffee one, too. Hmm. Possibly. All right, I, well, I will choke down one variant of one of each of the variants every year, and after that, I'm just not a pumpkin guy. So, and I think, I think I've think i talked about this on the show before, about my pumpkin 
I don't really drink pumpkin beers. There's a couple that I like, and one of them is Pumpkinator, but sure. I have a hard and fast rule for that. It has to be three years old. Yes. Has to be three years old. So I will buy all the variants. Yeah. And then drink all the variants on Halloween, through uh, you know three years three later. Years, three years later. So That's this year, I'll be drinking 2019 Pumpkinator. Cool. On Halloween. I will choke yeah. down one within a week or two, or on Halloween night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you say choke down. Is it because you feel that the spices are just a little way, a little just a little too hot sometimes? Or? Yeah. It's just one of the few beers that I'm just not a fan of. Those and probably a Roush. I'm just not a fan of licking, just... licking a campfire. <laughs> if I'm gonna lick a campfire, drinking out of an if, ashtray. If yeah. I'm gonna lick a campfire log, it better be a really good scotch that's at least 120 proof. <laughs> that's my you, opinion. I kind of have the I'm the same way with Roush beers. Yeah. I really only like to drink smoked beers from Live Oak. I feel that they they do a really good job with their smoked beers. But I just had a smoked beer from Equal Parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little smoky. And they have it on tap here right now. And are, I'm terrified to get it. Really? Uh, Man, it's won't. like, it's really kind of savory. Hmm. Like, All right. I would give it a shot. Then maybe, maybe just I'll, taste it. Just I'll, taste yeah, it. I'll, and, I'll, I, can, and, I can get a taster of, yeah. of stuff. I, I was really surprised at how good it was. Like, I was at the Cove in Kingwood, and they had mm -hmm. it on tap. And I was like, you know... I like all their beers pretty much. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to try it. Let's just, try it. Let's just, just because it's them. And, yeah. uh, and I texted Matt, the brewer, and I was like, dude, I told him, I was like, I don't like smoked beers. The only ones I like are Live Oak. Lil Smokey is really good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Speaking, yeah. Of, speaking of Kingwood and the Cove, you know who's going to be there tonight? No. Who? Dawn from the Hop Stop. is oh, back in town. She just posed. I just saw it as I was driving really? before I was before I drove over. Our good friend Don. Yes. No no Rick and Toe and today. She said it was just her. Okay. Said it was just her. So she said she's going to be at the Cove tonight. Oh man, I'm sad to miss that. I oh know. well. But I'm here. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I hope it's worthwhile. It it definitely is worthwhile. <laughs> I I'm glad you're here, man. I'm glad you're on the show. Uh we do a, a commercial for you on the yep. show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so, you know, like Leo said, I am the uh, Texas beer realtor. I've just decided when we went into into real estate, I'm like, what's my niche going to be? Because everyone's got to have, you know, that spot that they specialize in. Right. That's where they get their clientele. And mine was going to be the craft beer community in Texas. And I feel like, and I don't really know a ton about real estate, and I don't really look at real estate agent pages or sure. stuff like that, but... You're the only one that I really know that has a niche. Like everybody else is, hey, look at me. I'm, I have blonde hair or yeah. whatever. Wow. Are, you that, are you not, calling out my wife? No, and I knew you were gonna say that. But like, it's it's almost like every billboard or poster that you see is is a beautiful blonde haired woman. Oh, exactly. You know that sells real estate, and it's yeah. like, well, like that's that's the thing that you have to be, but. That's not you. You're no, but that's also why my business card and my truck, which is wrapped with both of our faces, which I call the Eagle Mobile, <laughs> um, has got Sherry on it. So anyway, Sherry, Sherry's marketing is Sherry. My marketing is us. But yeah, um, we uh, yeah. I just decided let me let me go add, talk to the people that I really like, and I've got my inspector is a is a guy that likes that likes beer. And granted, people can use whatever inspector they want. I don't want to you know tell people who they have to use anything like that right yeah um i've got lenders that are beer and whiskey people i've got um you know title companies that enjoy it as well so I mean, beer guys want to do business with excuse me, beer people want to do business with beer people we do and that's what i figured works we do last year i mean the last two years have been great it's obviously slowed down a little bit right now just due to 
interest rates, but I will tell you this, that all of our cash buyers right now are getting ready to jump on stuff because of the fact that rates are up, their cash is worth more, therefore they can go out and, and get a bargain and not have to pay asking price or over asking price. Mm. You're saying that to a guy that just put a house on the market in Eagle Pass. <laughs> we talked about that. We did. We, we did talk about, about that. that. And I wanted to tell you something a little bit later off air. Absolutely. About that. But yeah. Um, so how long have you been doing real estate, you and Sherry? Uh, we've been real estate going on eight years now. Eight years. Yeah. Yeah. And now prior to that in... in Sherry's previous life years ago, she was a mortgage lender, so she's been in okay. Real so estate she's, I mean, she, she understands the market and she understands yeah. how things work and how, how rates work and, and how right. you know prices and, and when you figure out payments, everything you've got to factor into that. So that does help some. Very cool. So I feel like we need to talk about some beer. You don't have any beer in front of you, do you? I do. I have oh. uh, I have Great Heights Lagerish in front of me. Oh, okay. And I have. I'll give you one guess what the brewery is. Wait, it's that blueberry wheat from Galveston Island. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. How it's tiki wheat from, ba- from, from, from Galveston from Bay. From Galveston right? Bay, that's Is that right. what it is? No, no. <laughs> it's uh, it's Roastmaster Blonde from Devil in the Deep in Galveston. No, I'm sorry. Oh, from, there you go. No, it's from Galveston Island, actually. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's like coffee blonde. Uh, you know, I was very surprised at how good this beer turned out. Okay. I don't know if you've had it yet or no, not. No, I haven't, and it's because I'm not a huge coffee fan. Like sure. I don't, I don't drink coffee outside, don't drink of, coffee? A co- outside yeah. of a coffee beer, which well, is also why in my previous life I didn't drink coffee and I didn't smoke cigarettes, which is why I had to get out of car sales, which I did, <laughs> you know, eons ago. Man, I could see you like not in a bad way, but I bet you were a good car sales guy. Um, the majority of mine was I was um, in the early days of the internet business yeah. and the fleet side so it was basically we do our marketing people came in and I didn't have to go to the desk it wasn't that back and forth let me ask my manager it was you like the car here's the car here's the price here's what your car is worth do you want the deal or not yeah let's make it easy oh man I wish I had bought my, my truck from you <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that was such a huge nightmare and then we, we bought a car for my daughter last year and I usually go to CarMax, uh-huh. uh, but when I bought my truck, I brought it brand new. So that CarMax, you know, they don't do new cars. Yeah. And, but I had bought previous cars there. Thank you. You're <laughs> seeing really me. You're, you're struggling see, with this wax. And you're I seeing me struggle with the wax on realized, this bottle. Well, see, I was smart go. on the wax bottle I brought. I actually took the wax off beforehand. <laughs> see, I should have done that. And I usually have a pocket knife, but I lent it to somebody, and that was a while back, and I haven't, I haven't recovered it. I have, or I haven't, or I haven't bought another one. So, this is what happens. You sit here picking at wax off of a bottle. Yeah. Thank you, sir. I oh, appreciate no that. Yeah, I was. I bought um, keychains from this company. Actually, believe it or not, I bought keychains from Pens.com, and they keep sending me like other promotional things to get. So oh. I got this nice. You know, bottle opener and 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 you know corkscrew with uh, with a with a wax cutter. <laughs> I haven't ordered any, but they'll send it to me. Well, that's nice to have, man. I mean, all I have is just a regular old bottle opener. Oh, so I'm gonna. Yeah, okay, I so tell I you, what. you I thought I gave you my bottle opener already. I don't think you did. So oh. now I have to. Now I feel like I should I should open this with your bottle opener. All right. Well, I need to get you one of the bottle openers. <laughs> and so we're opening up the. Um, 
the, the, the new uh, Samson in a Barrel from Galveston Island, but this is the coconut variant. And uh, I just want to say that I'm kind of proud of this beer because I kind of came up with the idea for it. Okay. And thank you for that lovely oh, keychain, sir. Not keychain, bottle opener. It is. It's both. It is, it is a keychain <laughs> and bottle opener. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to pour this pour this. Well, I'm very excited. I'm a huge coconut fan. Are you so. really? Oh, yeah. You Love know, I, I'm, I'm not a big coconut fan except when it's in a stout. And so I was on the phone with my, my boss, Mark, one day, and I was like, have you guys ever thought of doing coconut for, for Samson, mm -hmm. the, the, the barrel-aged out? He's like, no, but that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then a few months later, here it is, because we already had, had it in the barrels, and so we just had to dose it sure, with, with some coconut, right? some coconut. Because we already do some, some beers with coconut in them, um, coconut Hefeweizen, and then we do a tiki colada beer, uh, pina colada beer that's, nice. uh, that has coconut in it also. So it's something we already do. And, I, and then yesterday I was like, hey, hear me out. Let's do a peanut butter version of it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and because we do a peanut butter beer that's actually coming out in a couple of weeks, the, the peanut butter chocolate uh, porter. Okay. And um, I was like, let's do that. And he's like, yeah, let's, next year we'll do, we'll do that. And so... The idea came from years ago. Do you remember, um, uh, well, they're still around Ballast Point. Yeah. So Ballast Point had this really great style called Victory at Sea. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they did this whole lineup of a bunch of variants. Yes. So they had, they had a peanut butter one. They had a coconut one. They had a mint one, I want to say. Yeah, I want to say and they I had think, mint. They had straight-up barrel. They had non-barrel. Yeah, straight-up barrel, non-barrel. Um, man, and they were all good. I remember... I went to Hopscaller one time because they had all of them on tap. Yeah. And so we did the entire flight, and it was it was amazing. I think my wife drove home that night. I'm sure she did. <laughs> I've had those nights as well, so. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Thank you. Here's to understanding wives. Yes. And the last time she had to drive home was, um, oh, that's pretty good. Man. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's, um, uh, that's a Mounds bar. Yep. Dark chocolate, little roastiness, not quite as sweet as... You know I mean, you'd find in a candy bar, but right. the coconut's present. It's on the nose. It's right there on the initial sip. Oh man, that's good. This is fantastic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, it thank is. Thank you so much for bringing it. Oh man, thank uh, thank you for having it, man. Like, yeah, yeah. What does it say, Samson? Okay. Oh, so this was aged, not fancy whiskeys. What? <laughs> Jim Beam and Wild Turkey barrels. Okay, so Wild Turkey. There's nothing wrong with Wild Turkey 101. Yeah. That is a, that's a constant in my bar, whether it's just straight up wild turkey or wild turkey rye. And in fact, you know, um, if I can bring up another brewery, but Seth up at Copperhead. Yeah. You know, every year he does his barrel aged King of Terrors, right? Yes. Yeah. This, this DKOT. Year, this, this, this year it's wild turkey barrels. Is it really? Yes. And okay. They, they release the Friday after Thanksgiving. So if you haven't looked on Eventbrite and gotten your four packs, and your glassware. Oh man! Make sure and do that. Friday after Thanksgiving, I'm already booked. Oh, I'm already booked too. But the good thing is, is he'll he'll actually hold it. So between yeah. between Sherry and I, we've got we've got five kids, and between their you know fiancés and boyfriends and girlfriends, like on Thanksgiving, we could have them from like nine to eleven a.m. So we just said forget it. And now we do our Thanksgiving on Friday. Okay. Because yeah. they've got to go. Because because Sherry's kids have to go to their dad's. They have to go to their aunt's house. 
they have to go to boyfriends' houses and girlfriends' houses and fiancés' houses. So we're just like, forget it. I'll just, I make all my side dishes on Thanksgiving Day. Yep. Reheat them the next day when they're better anyway. So we're going to come back to this real quick. <laughs> okay. And I, I just want to say one thing, and then we're going to take a quick break. So, yeah, my, my gig on, on Black Friday uh-huh. is I'm, I'm doing an, a, a beer event at the Cove. And it's for the World Cup. Nice. The U.S. men's team is playing England that day. Okay. It's going to be huge. I'm a little nervous, though, because the U.S. men's team looked terrible the other day against Saudi, <laughs> Ara- against Saudi Arabia. I, I heard. I don't watch, but I follow enough. I follow every sport just enough to know that, yes, they looked like trash oh the other day. Oh, my God. It was, it was terrible. And I'm like, man, we're in trouble if this is the way we're going to play. But Let's hope it's it, like bad rehearsal, good performance. That's, I was thinking the same thing today. It's like, Get that get that bad rehearsal out of your system, yep. and then when you know when the whistle blows at the World Cup, you're ready to play, man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, but we're gonna take a, a quick break, and we'll be right back with our good friend Hugh Hyde. So stay tuned. Hey, Texas Beer Experience listeners, are you looking to buy, sell, or lease a home? From the official podcast of Texas Beer, you need to call the official Texas Beer Realtor, Hugh Height. Hugh knows hops and Hugh knows houses, and he can help you with all your real estate needs. That's TXBeerRealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Looking to improve your fitness but don't want to give up your favorite beer? Check out Squats and Hops. Squats and Hops will send you training programs directly to your phone, and you will have access to a personal coach for only $25 a month. Train smart, drink crafty. Check out Squats and Hops on Instagram or their website at www.squatsandhops.com. Follow the Texas Beer Experience blog and podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Did you miss an episode? All episodes are available on all the major podcast platforms and even some of the not-so-major ones. And now, back to the Texas Beer Experience Podcast. We're back, everybody, over here at Thistle Draft Shop with our good friend Hugh Height, real estate craft beer extraordinaire. We were just talking about some food here at Thistle Draft Shop. Oh my gosh, yes. So the steak sandwich. Steak sandwich. So here's what I always tell people about Thistle when I'm like, I need to recommend Thistle. Like, oh, you just do it because it's good beer. I'm like, no, it's a combination because so rarely do you find a place that has this good a tap list and this good of stuff in the coolers and the food matches. Yes. It's always one or the other. Either the food's good and the beer's okay, or the beer's really good and the food is terrible. Well, you know what? I think like when you have so many taps, you're probably going to find a beer that you think is just okay <laughs> on there, right? Yes, but there's but lots of beer that you're actually going to love. There's so many beers that you will love. Yes. Yeah. But then somebody else might think that that beer that you think is just okay is like, man, this is God's gift to beer right here. Right? Yeah. 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 That's what I love about beer is that, and I tell everybody, there's a beer for everybody. Oh, there is. There I, is. So, yeah. so Sherry went the first 45 years of her life thinking that all beer tasted like Corona. Oh. And so I just kept oh. trying and trying. I'm like, try this, try this, try this. And um, she immediately, of course, fell in love with stouts. And the first beer that she... Oh gosh! Now I'm gonna. Me- I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, oh yes, first beer she ever ordered at a restaurant herself because she wanted to have a beer was yeah. B A Narwhal from Sierra Nevada. Whoa! 
She went big. She and, goes. She yeah. goes big. Wow. She goes big, and then um, after that, she got into she got into IPAs. Yep. Got into the hazies. That sounds like my kind of like <laughs> mm-hmm. path as well, because like my first craft beer was was fancy lawnmower, and so I really kind of stuck to those kind of beers, those sure. craft beers, easy drinkers, um, that had more flavor than Bud Light or Miller Light, right? Sure. But then like my next phase was stouts. And then, and it's, and for a long time, I hated IPA. <laughs> literally, the first time I tried an IPA was at St. Arnold. The day that I tried Fancy Lawnmower, uh, I tried Alyssa, and it was served by Brock Wagner mm-hmm. at the old brewery on 290. And I remember looking at my, my classmate, because we did it on a, I was taking a college class on a, a beverage college class. Uh-huh. And we did a tour there. I remember looking at my classmates like, how do people drink something like this? It's disgusting. <laughs> and now, like, I had an Alyssa a while back, and I'm like, I used to hate this beer. And it's, <laughs> it's like, it's just a normal IPA. Yeah. Like, okay, just... so I'm going to go back to your old employer at Spindle Tap. Yeah. And the beer that Sherry loved that they have never made again. Tool Pusher Pale Ale. No. No? No, no, no. Seasonal. Seasonal hazy. Seasonal. Oh, 5% tint? No. That was a year round. Let's go way back. Oh, my gosh. Haunted haze. (laughs) She. I like that beer, too. I mean, I I love currants, and I love candy corn. I'm one of those weird people that think candy corn is actually good. Uh, You are weird, Hugh. I'm sorry. I know. But (laughs) Sherry loved it to the point where I made sure I bought When it first came out, I told Sherry about it. She's like, just buy however much you think. So I bought a case of it. Yeah. Right, and this is back when you could, you actually could do. They were doing the drive-throughs. Yeah, I think it was was it 2020? Was it 2019? I don't do that. No, it was before the it pandemic. It was before the pandemic. Anyway, yeah. so you could do the drive-through. So I would drive through yeah. and grab it, and then I would email, uh, or I would text Adam or Brock or email, you know, Brody. Brody. Uh, I'm sorry, Brody. Yeah, uh, Adam or Brody, or I would I would email and just say, Hey, do you have any haunted haze left? And I went back and bought another case of it for two her. cases of it, huh? Yeah. I like that beer. Yeah. And I told Andrew, I, don't really remember I told it. Andrew, I told I told him, you know, make it again like we will never make that beer again. Everyone <laughs> hated it. I'm like, I love that beer. Well, and you know what, dude, like the candy corn yes. thing, it, it was it's just like lactose. No, What's the difference? It, but yeah, it's like it, it was really it was just a gimmick thing because it would it didn't really add anything to the beer. Like I asked, I don't remember who asked if it was Garrison or Andrew or whoever, yeah. but I was like, so, like, where did you put the candy corn in? It's like, man, we just threw some candy corn in the boil just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Like, it didn't really, we didn't, like, say, oh, we're going to do five pounds of candy corn or whatever. Just, just throw some just in just put because. put some candy corn and say, I'm putting the can. We put Halloween. candy corn in this beer. Why not? Right? But I'm one of those weirdos. I actually do really do like candy corn. Oh, man. I, no. <laughs> I don't understand the hate. Also, you know the you know those yeah. you know those little pumpkins that are made. Same thing. This, oh, no. dude, those are the best. Anything that's like a waxy type no, of candy. No, it's perfect. Those are so disgusting. No, they're like, awesome. Terrible, terrible, no, terrible. No, they are freaking awesome. No, <laughs> anyway. I love it. Anyway, all right. So we got off. Uh, we got off subject. Wait, no, back, that's cool. It's, cool to, it's our, cool to go off a tangent. Our, 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 our subject. You were talking about the food here at Thistle. So I was telling you some of my favorites, and I know that like you were saying that that like. The, the, the burger they've got here with the two tot to trot with the tater, with tater tot burger yes. it's now on the menu here I was telling you my favorite menu hack I guess you could call it would be so they've got the BFC which is the hot Nashville hot chicken sandwich so order yourself a BF Caesar which is their Caesar salad 
and you put the Nashville hot chicken breast on it. Game changer. Man. And I can thank Jeremy, the bartender here. Yeah. Um, He's the one that told me about it. Because I went to order it one day, and I'm like, oh, I want chicken on it. He's like, you want hot chicken on it? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want hot chicken on it. Hugh, why did I tell you about your language? Um, I'm sorry, (laughs) sir. I said, gosh darn, that sounds good, sir. (laughs) Okay, so we talked about language on the show, and I told Mm -hmm. him, hey, there's no filter. And I had literally never heard Hugh drop an F-bomb until today. (laughs) That was his second one today. (laughs) <laughs> I dropped so many f bombs. Really? Uh, I have to. I, I, had, I had to watch them. So, so here's my f bomb story. Going back to when I was in car sales, my yeah. oldest is now 25. So between between Sherry and I, it's a second marriage for both. We have no kids together. All we've ever done is shake hands. We sleep in separate beds like Desi and Lucy. Um, he he. So we've got we've got we just label them one two three four and five. So we've got twenty eight, twenty five, twenty three, twenty two, and almost seventeen basically. Yeah. Um, twenty five. Number two. Uh, his name is Liam. He must have been two and a half, and was when I was still living in Arizona, where he is. And he went to my grandmother, or his grandmother, my mom. We call her Gani. And he goes, Gani. She goes, What? He goes. Fucky, fucky, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm like, it's okay, mom. I'm sorry. It's my fault. I promise you. <laughs> fucky, fucky, fuck, fuck. <laughs> because I was in the car business at the time, and yeah, yeah. I probably swore way too much. So that's why I've tried to and tone then, it down. I don't always do it, but... Some, you know, some industries just yeah bring that out in you. Like, the exactly. beer industry kind of brings it out in me. I used to, I used to be one of those people who was like cussing is evil, whatever. Like, man, like. No, I don't think that. cussing is evil. I go with now. I, I go with the other side, which is which is cussing. It shows your intelligence level. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ride with that. <laughs> right. More intelligent people I really swear believe, more. I really believe it's all about context. Yes. Right. Like, it is. Like if I was to tell somebody, say somebody, f you, whatever. Yeah. Like that's that's not cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, but if I'm like, I don't know, like. I fucking love doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> right? no, it's, I'm, I'm, a, I'm firmly convinced yeah. that fuck is the most versatile word. It really in is. In the English language. It, it can really convey, is. It can convey, um, you know, excitement, like, fuck yeah. It can, ex- ex- you know, disappointment, fuck no. It can express, you know, anger. just every anger. <laughs> fuck you, fuck him, fuck her, fuck them. Fuck that. You know, fuck everyone that looks like you and the horse you rode in on. I'm already it is literally... I'm it, already brainstorming titles for this show. It is literally, it is literally the most versatile, versatile word in the world. I freaking love it. Oh, oh we're awesome. taking pictures. Oh, we're taking pictures. Cheers. All right. So we have a peanut gallery today, which is nice. <laughs> Only because I bribed him with beer. So. Man, you can, you can probably do that with anybody that you know, right? You always. Yeah, it Quite seems like you always have beer. I always, well, I usually, yeah, there's oftentimes I have a cooler in my car. Yeah. And, uh, or, you know, bring stuff for people or the first time I'm meeting you folks. Could that's, a, that's, you could be a beer rep, dude. I always I, have a cooler of beer in my I know, car, too. I know, but you have one for reasons. I'm just, <laughs> anyway. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. It's, that's actually one of the best things about that Houston beer community. So, um, in the last couple of years, I've actually made really good friends with people who I've been what I call IIFs, Imaginary Internet Friends. I know them yeah. on the internet, never met them in person. 
Yeah. Um, and they'll message me literally out of nowhere and say, hey, I'm ready to buy a house or hey, can you help me? Man, that's me? great. Or, yeah. Your marketing is working. It is. It is yeah. working. That's fantastic. Yes. And as, as, as evidenced by the gentleman sitting next to me, John, John Moore of Void Meadery. Check him out on Instagram. John makes great beer. We helped him buy a house 2020 or 2021. Yep, 2021. 22. In the area he wanted, in the price range, great lender. Overall, I would hope to say it was a really good experience. He's saying very happy. Awesome, so. <laughs> awesome. That's all that matters. That you're happy at the end. Yeah. So. Well, and they're friends. That's the biggest thing now. <laughs> home appreciation values are pretty awesome, aren't yes, they? Yes, home appreciation is amazing. Um, so let's try some of this mead. Yes. My glass is empty. Your glass is empty. So this is uh, macadamia, uh, macadamia blossom honey. Macadamia blossom honey. Ooh, it's honey. a traditional mead from Hawaii. And like I said, follow him. It's Void Meadery oh on Instagram. Gosh. The boy knows what he's doing. Oh my gosh. That smells so good. <laughs> it is. It is so good. In fact, I'm waiting patiently along with another friend of ours. We did a uh, tangerine blossom honey from Hawaii. Wow. That drink's so smooth. I don't even want to ask what the ABV is on this. <laughs> he's he's, <laughs> he's, looking, looking, it he's looking it up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, I'm going to guess, somewhere between 10 and 15. Probably. 13. 13%. It drinks... It drinks like, like six. It drinks like a six. Six. Yeah. 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 It drinks like a six. Oh my gosh. I can't have more than this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you this, but and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to because I've already drank two glasses of that twelve percent stout. Oh, you had tasters. That's not a glass. Oh well. They were I tasters. Guess you're right, but I want to go next door and have an old fashioned. Absolutely. <laughs> so next door to the to Thistle Draft Shop. Is their sister bar called uh, Blind Finch? The Blind Finch. It's a yeah. it's a 1930s style speakeasy. Yeah. And actually, um, do you know about the chandeliers in there? No. Okay, this is really cool, and it's beer related. There are three chandeliers. There's one at the front when you walk in, mm -hmm. and when I'm saying you're walking in the front, you're actually walking in the back walking door like back. a true speakeasy. The yeah. front door is locked, locked off over the bar, and at the front of the um, thing, there are three chandeliers hanging down. Those came from Pierre Sellis's house in Belgium. Oh, wow. Of Sellis Brewing of Austin. Yeah. They bought them from the wow. Sellis family. They, they said, bought them from Christine? Yes, she they did. Yeah, yep. really? Wow. So there's some really neat stuff there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, I, so I'll take notice of that when we go over later. Yeah. Um, not forcing you. I said, no. we. <laughs> I said, when I go over later, maybe he will join me. I don't know. We'll see. We'll do our best. So... Um, yeah, so like I said, I'm a big fan of the folks here at Thistle Draft Shop. Jake, oh, Mary, John, good people. They are very great people. Um, love it next door. So we're here every Tuesday. They reserve a table for my trivia team just because we're obnoxious assholes. We get booed every time, which we now we... You do. I've hosted, I've hosted trivia here several times. I've been the sponsor for trivia. Yeah. That's Galveston Island. And uh, yeah, you guys uh, are not popular, but you win all the time. <laughs> and then... Um, Next, uh, and then uh, uh, next door, uh, I've got a locker with uh, two other friends from the trivia team. Yeah. So. I didn't know about the locker thing until I went over there a few weeks yeah. ago. I kind of want to get one with some buddies mm -hmm. just to have it. And I'm like, and it's beer so, buddies, like beer rep buddies. Yeah. I'm like, look, if we could use this as like a, 
a way to like entertain guests or something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, no, that's, you know, that's like, the way I looked at it is the fact that I've got folks that are, you know, beer folks or we need a quieter place to go discuss, uh, you know, contracts or things like that. Just a place to go mm-hmm. take somebody, hey, let me go meet you, things like that. Um, it's not expensive between the three of us, a couple hundred bucks for the entire year. Yeah. Plus yeah. the cost of the booze inside, which Jake has been very fair yeah. about basically buying it for retail. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the mixologists are second to none. Oh, amazing. They make some great, great cocktails. Amazing. Yeah. Maybe the best the best uh, old-fashioned I've ever had. This is true. And, and, and Jake was telling me that he basically wants to get their recipes down to the point where every single bartender makes the drink the same way because it yeah. is an ounce and a half of this, three ounces of that, four ounces of that, seven ice cubes, and stir it 32 times. Yeah. It's down to that level yeah, of precision. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, consistency is uh, is key. Mm-hmm. And if you can get everybody on board, man, everybody's gonna have get to get to experience some great cocktails. Yeah, exactly. But in my case, it's only one ice cube for yes. the old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using that as an example for whatever whatever they're making. Yeah, yeah. And so I I got I got a lesson learned the last time I was there. A lesson taught to me about clean ice mm-hmm. so I was like I took notice of that I was like I've never really noticed it in other in other places but now I've had um, old fashions in two other bars since then and they do have clean ice yeah but apparently that's a thing it, to it, have it's clear, a it's a thing ice. and you can actually do it yourself at home you can yes. you need a you need a cooler the biggest thing is yeah. having the ice only freeze from one direction yeah you yep. want it to freeze you know either top down or from the side or whatever it is that's right and so yeah I've already I literally, the next day when I woke up, that was the first thing I looked at. I was like, how to make clear ice at home? Unless, unless, because now I don't need a new fridge and it's going to be a hard sell the next time I need a new fridge. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to convince Sherry that I need to spend like $4,000 on a fridge. Have you seen that LG that makes clear ice? No. There's an LG fridge out there. Man, that, let me that tell you right now. Ice. Let me tell you right now. Do not buy LG fridge. Oh, I know. And I had an LG. I had an yeah. LG uh, uh, dishwasher that lasted like eight months. So we bought an LG fridge, and we had to have the compressor replaced less than a year oh. after owning it. A year. Oh, it's terrible. And we still. I mean, we still have it. And I'm like crossing my fingers because yeah. now, now it's not under warranty. Not, not, knock on right? wood. Both my. So I've got, I've got two beer fridges, and it's the exact same fridge actually. One's black, one's one stainless, and it's Frigidaire. Yeah. And Frigidaire is my the beer last, fridge is Frigidaire. Frigidaire yeah. is the last beer is last uh, uh, appliance company that makes appliances in the U.S. Really? Yep. I'm gonna buy a refrigerator next time. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm just saying that because it's made in the U.S., but because they're so good. Yeah. No, I've been very happy with it. I literally have the exact same fridge. One's one's black. It's in the laundry room. That's where my beer fridge is. Yeah. And then the you know the kitchen fridge is the same thing. It's side by sides. I don't have the fancy. I know everyone thinks Nick Seacrest. I have the fancy <laughs> fridges, and I have and I have 15 outdoor TVs. I do not have an, a TV mounted on my patio outdoors. Now I do have. A weight amount of TV on the outdoors, mm-hmm. but I don't leave it out there. No, see, I literally, I, I have a 43-inch TV I take from my bedroom, and I put it outside, and I plug it in. There you go. And then I watch TV, and then I take it back in. Yeah, that's what I do. So I have a TV that literally sits behind one of one of our chairs yeah. in the living room that's yeah. against the wall. And when I, when I want to watch TV outside, usually it's football or something. Yep, yep. Put it out there and watch football and cook or whatever and yeah. drink beer. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a good time. The best thing I've done with my with my patio is it had two can lights, and I found 
a conversion kit to, ma- to, to convert those to mounts where I could actually mount ceiling fans. Oh. So now I have two ceiling fans outside because I strung the Edison That's lights like because I, I strung the Edison lights like every you know suburban white family does. <laughs> I'm not I white, and I have one of those. I know. Okay. But you look white, so. <laughs> I do. I, anyway, I, 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 so I, I did that, and I'm, then uh, so I turned those lights on, which are nice, and they're you know pleasant. And then I can just turn on the fans, which actually makes it really nice outside. So. You have to tell me off air how you did that. It's literally a kit. I'll find it on. Yeah. I bought it on Amazon. I'll send it to you. Okay, because I want to put a fan outside. Without... You just have to unscrew the thing, and you take the canister down, and you put in the whole thing, and then you can just mount the fan to it. Okay. Okay. Like I, I need to like I know de- I need details. So okay, we'll talk about it off air. That'll work. Screw the thing, get the thing. Yep, and then <laughs> exactly. It's follow the directions. Basically, <laughs> is what directions. it is. If you want help, I'm I will actually, come help you. I'm actually pretty good at following directions. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I say about cooking. You can you can read, you can cook. So. That's right. Or, or watch a YouTube video. Exactly. Huh? Right? Um, what what what's your greatest YouTube video success? And then I'll tell you mine. Like that I've made? No, no. Or watched a YouTube video in order oh, to do man. something. And what's your greatest success? And you I'll know, tell you I've my really, greatest success. I've really been doing a lot of cooking recently. Uh-huh. And uh, about three or four months ago, I was like, man, I want to learn how to make gumbo. Okay. And uh, and so I, wa- I actually watched several videos on how to make gumbo. And everybody has their own take. I mean, there's a lot of similarities. And so I... I took things from each of them and said, this is how I want to make my gumbo. Sure. And, uh, man, I've got it down, dude. Like, it's, I've made six or seven batches of gumbo now. Cool. And I feel like I'm hitting my marks. Awesome. I, last night, I made arroz con pollo. Okay. That's uh, chicken with rice yeah. in Spanish. Hablo uh, un poco. Yeah. Hablo un poco. So, I... Um, I came home, and I usually don't cook at night, especially after a long day of working. Sure. I just want to come home and chill, whatever. But, man, I just, last night I got home, it's like, I really want to cook. I was like, what do I got? I got stuff to make arroz con pollo. And, dude, like, I, I told my wife this morning, I was like, man, I felt like I was in a zone. Yeah. Like, I just, I've got it down. Like, yeah. Just, it's a science for me now. And That's it's, awesome. It's ingrained, and it came out so good. My daughter, when she got home, she was like, did you make something? I was like, yeah. And she's like, this is the best you've ever made it. I was like, yes. That's yes. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> the next thing is tortillas. Okay. I tried to make tortillas on Sunday. They were terrible. Okay, so I will never make a tortilla only because yeah. if you know, um, down on uh, Shepherd and 45, basically, you know La Ranchera Tortilleria? I, I'm not familiar. Okay, they're, they're in Kroger. They're in HEB. Okay. They sell to a lot of the restaurants. They use them here at this old draft shop. Okay. That's my boy, Danny Trujillo. Um, his parents, oh, he's from California, he lives in my neighborhood, he's a good friend of mine. Literally, he's in my phone as my little Mexican friend, Danny. <laughs> and he Can posts you put the, me in your phone <laughs> as your white Mexican friend, Leo? I got it. Yes, <laughs> you'll go in. Um, no, but Danny owns, Dan, Danny's family owns uh, La Ranchera Tortilleria, so if I can give another plug for another yeah. local Houston-owned business... Heck Dude, yeah. Some of the best tortillas ever. You can you can literally you can buy them at the grocery store or if you go to the actual factory, you can buy them fresh off the line there. They do corn, they do flour, you can buy just masa if you want. They actually own the land they actually rent the land that the um, corn and the wheat is grown on. Wow. So they literally own it from start from to finish. Dirt to Yep. To your mouth. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they are fantastic tortillas. Wow. So I don't have to worry about buying tortillas. Um, 
and Danny posts some of the like the crudest stuff on Facebook, but then he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Those are usually the best people, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they he's... really crude, yeah, he's, crude he, shit. Yeah, he, he posts yeah. really crude shit, like, disgusting stuff. And it's so sweet because they've got four kids. He and his wife were high school sweethearts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, like, after the after the hurricane, after, after Harvey, he was stuck at the factory for three days. He wow. loaded up his truck the minute he could get home, came to the neighborhood. I live over in Glenlock Farms, about 15 minutes away from here at, mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. at 249, or at, four, at 99 in Champion Forest. And he basically put on the main page, hey, here's where I am. If you need tortillas, just come get them. Gave away probably cases. I mean, a, a yeah. truckloads of tortillas, because he's like, they don't need refrigeration. You can do whatever you want with them. Use them instead of bread. Just yeah. for the entire neighborhood. So That's he's, awesome. He's a good dude. That's awesome. And now I want to try his tortillas. Yeah, and they're they're at HB. They're, they're at HB. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll definitely try them. I'll I'll yell at him and tell him to give you. So I'll just have him give me some and I'll get them to you. So. Okay. I'm not gonna say no to He's that. He's actually got pictures of. He had him make a huge tortilla for each one of his kids, and I think his oldest is. 15 or 16 now but he's yeah. he's got a picture of each one of his kids literally wrapped in a tortilla <laughs> oh wow so, that's fun yeah. does he make different flavors of tortillas yeah um he does some he'll do he'll he'll do different stuff mm-hmm. if you ever literally want a tour hit me up i'll get you really there. oh yeah i'd love to see that yeah it's really Thank interesting yeah. it's really cool i've been in tortilla factory before but i'd love <laughs> to see something on a larger scale oh I no imagine. his his is. his place closes two days a year that's really? it. It's that busy, and it runs twenty four seven. Christmas he's got, and Chris, Christmas and Easter and Easter because he's Mexican. <laughs> of, course. of course, not Thanksgiving. They're nope. open on Thanksgiving. No, no, but he yeah. he 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 gives it. But he literally runs three shifts. Wow, yeah. So. There's a place uh, way back in the day when I used to sell insurance that uh, um, one of my accounts was a tortilla factory in, in Baytown. Anyway, what, we're talking about tortillas on a beer show. <laughs> I know we're talking about tortillas. You know what we're talking about? But, you know what we're talking about is locally owned businesses. That's right. That's what this entire thing has been. And so I wanted to bring basically a bunch of local Houston, maybe not commercial. So let's talk about Houston homebrew. So we already talked about John Moore from Void Meadery. Follow him on Instagram. This His meter, stuff is amazing. What, what's, what's the Instagram handle? Void, void, void meadery. Void meadery. V O I D. Yep. Meadery. Yep. Yeah, check those. Check the that void, out. Yep, this, the void meadery. The void meadery. This macadamia blossom mead. Oh my gosh. Delicious. Delicious. Homebrew is doing so much better than commercial. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The, the the Houston homebrew and I and I've I've posted about this before, but I really think that the the homebrew in Houston is amazing. So I brought. Three more things. One is actually commercial, but it, the recipe was actually from a home brewer here. Okay. So let's try this. Let's try it out. This is Glass Glass Supper um, from Misfit, who uh, is open. You know, he he was a home brewer that is now open commercially. He partnered with the guys from Fortress. That's right. Bought yeah. the shack over on Cypress Rose Hill. They've got some uh, licensing issues with the with the uh, with the city with Harris County. That right. They haven't, they're getting. They're Last getting time I talked done. to Juan, he said they're getting pretty close. They're to getting it. close, but they, they've been doing yeah. some stuff to go. But anyway, so in addition, this is a um, basically a carrot cake sour that he did for their cake for sour. their. For their for their grand opening a couple years ago, and then this or a year ago, and then this is the second iteration. But he did it with my friend, client, trivia team member <laughs> Rick from Thirsty Hermit Brewing. So if you don't follow Thirsty Hermit Brewing on Instagram, you really need to. 
Rick does some great beers as well. Also, make sure and follow Misfit. Yes. Misfit Outpost. Um, so this is just a nice little 4% sour. Like I said, stick your nose in it. It literally smells like carrot cake. It's not overbearing Man. on the cinnamon. It's not overbearing on any of it. So my mother-in-law mm-hmm. <clears throat> makes the absolute best carrot cake I've ever had in my life. <clears throat> okay. To so the I- point where... I pretty much have requested it for every birthday until I found out I was diabetic. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I request it for my birthday instead? Because yes. I'm a huge carrot cake fan. Are you really? Yes. Man, it's so good. So I want to, having said that, and now I want to smell this beer. Oh, my goodness. Man. So, like I said, you wouldn't think mm. that sour and carrot and cinnamon and all that stuff works, but this is my last can. Thank you for sharing it oh, with Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so like I like to say the the Houston yeah. homebrew you know kind of vibe is I think incredible from the homebrews that I've had I've had homebrews I travel back to Arizona quite a bit to see my see my see my kids my mom um, I've had other homebrews sent to me from all over I really think the Houston homebrew is a cut above yeah yeah you really got your you really have your finger on the pulse of the Houston homebrew. Because, um, I mean, I don't, I hardly ever get to try them. The only times I really get to try them is because of you. <laughs> really. Like, none of the homebrewers I, ever reach out to me and say, hey, man, you want to try my beer? I, I like, like to, yeah. I wouldn't mind. I like, I like to think that I, I know way too much about the Houston beer scene for not officially being in the Houston beer scene. I'm probably overstating my importance at this you point. You are definitely part of the Houston but. beer scene. You, I don't, <laughs> If you, I mean, if you live in Houston and you're part of any Facebook group, you know who Hugh is. <laughs> and, everyone, and everyone mispronounces my last name because it's H-A-I-T. It's height, not hate. <laughs> and I had thing. to clarify this with you. Though, I know, I know. Recently, I was like, how do you say your name? Exactly. Yeah. The easiest thing to remember is that my dog's, literally my dog's name is Farron. F-A-H-R-E-N. Farron. Farron Height. Farron Height. <laughs> Very clever. Very clever. Yes. I don't get to na- name my dogs. Oh. All the dogs I've ever owned already came with names. Oh, I changed his name. You changed his yeah, name? Yeah, when we first got him, he was, yeah. he was, we got a, we got, he was a surrender from the breeder, so, uh, but I, uh, mm-hmm. I said, uh, no, we're going to change his name, because he was either going to be, he was going to be uh, uh, Farron or Gazunt. <laughs> <laughs> and Farron rolled off the tongue better, so I literally trained him in a couple hours. Yeah, 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 Gazunt, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> we just recently adopted a dog called named Pippi. Okay. And I don't really care for the name that much. You can change the name in like an hour. Late. No, it's you can change late. the name no. in like an hour. I've already He was two. She she is so she's two also. But so I'm also and we'll I'm gonna uh, sorry. <laughs> I got too many thoughts going into my head at the same time. I'm sorry. So her name is Pippi. And you, I've already told you this, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Oh, speaking of which, so, I know a little secret. Yeah, anyway. so we're going to talk about this here in a second. But um, anyway, there's a character in, in Lord of the Rings named Peregrine Took, but they call him Pippin. Okay. Right? And so now, I call her Pippi the Took. Yeah. And it's cute. And that I'm works. like, okay, so that, that's you fun can for live me. With it. Like, I can live with that. I was, I yes, speaking that. of which, okay, so at this old, we're here on for trivia every Tuesday Usually the first Tuesday, depending on what it is, there's a yeah. themed trivia. Yeah. First Tuesday in September. Um, 
we did not come because it was Lord of the Rings trivia, and none of us know jack fucking shit about Lord of the Rings trivia. So we went to Excalibur instead, right? It's fine. Yeah. We're good. So I heard that the first place team, there are probably, what, 24 teams that night, 26 there was, there was, teams? There were several teams. Yeah, we get, we get yeah. quite a bit. So the last couple of uh, theme trivias we've won, it's been fine. You know, Star Wars, there were 26 teams. There was uh, Seinfeld trivia we did fine with, things like that. Yeah. Um, but I heard that the on whatever that was that was the it was the it was the Tuesday after after Labor Day because I literally was, la- I literally yeah. landed that afternoon at Hobby after, right. after spending the weekend in Phoenix yeah. and drove straight here for trivia <laughs> or actually we drove to Excalibur to Excalibur yeah anyway um so the first place team out of the twenty plus teams was two guys that won three guys oh three guys three okay guys, yeah. okay but I heard that the second place team <laughs> was just one dude that's right. Yours truly, Leo. The Lonely Mountain Ranger. Lonely Mountain was, Ranger. Was, very, very impressive. Now. Yes. Because Jacob Baker from um, uh, St. Arnold. Arnold said yeah. he's like, shit, we, I saw him at the grocery store, right? Yeah. Saw him at, at my HEB 725. Yeah. And he was like, I should have, should have freaking been on my team. I should have asked Leo to just be on my team because we would have won. You, they, we, he, won. They, they, they ended up I fourth, I think. They ended up fourth, I think. They did, and I asked. So him, I just hey, want to tell you, you guys want me to be on your team. I just want to tell you how impressive that is, <laughs> and also let you know that next Tuesday or this coming Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. they're doing Lord of the Rings trivia at Excalibur. Oh, so just you shouldn't have told me that. Go, 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 fucking dominate. All right, Dude, y'all can be on my team and dominate with me. Hey, we, well, we'll be here because it's the last Tuesday before before the finals. So. Yeah. So and and then two or three weeks prior to the the trivia here uh-huh. at Thistle, Klaus Brewing had a trivia night also. Okay. Now my wife is probably going to hear this. She was on my team. Yep. But it really was on me. <laughs> And we came in second place. Okay. Lost by one point, just like we did here at this. Yeah. I, I lost by one point. Yeah. Uh, to a team of five. Yeah. At Klaus. Exactly. And uh, I felt terrible about losing because I really, really wanted to win. But so go to Excalibur. Go I crush will. it. I will go to Excalibur. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I need somebody with me just to make sure that because. <laughs> I missed. I literally missed two questions. And I've literally never watched any Lord of the Rings, and yeah. we don't. So I, we're we were like no help. So, speaking yeah. of Klaus, wait, wait. Speaking of Klaus, have you had their seltzer? No. Okay. Do you know which seltzer I'm talking about? I do not. No. Okay. So Klaus, if you don't know, I'm sure you do. Everyone who's listening, traditional German style beer. I think they do a great job. Them and they Foss. Do. I think they're oh man, an excellent. Ooh, yeah. But Klaus, out of fucking nowhere. Does a Delta Eight Seltzer, <laughs> right? So, yeah. um, and I didn't know it, and all of a sudden I heard about it. I'm like, well, you know, because I had a client, another beer guy, Jesus Garza, is like, hey, do you ever get to Klaus? I'm like, no. He's like, if you ever do, because he lives in Clear Lake. That's where I actually went from. I live 10 minutes from Thistle, but we sold in Clear Lake. I license all over the state. I've sold as far away as. San Angelo for my in-laws. I've sold in Dallas. I've sold in San Antonio. We go to Galveston. I'll go to Beaumont. I don't care where it is. We've gone out to Lake Livingston. Um, about the only place I haven't gone and won't go is Austin because it's so crazy. But I've oh got my a, gosh, yeah. Sherry's got a great friend that she went from like third grade through senior in high school with who's a rock star <clears> freaking <throat> agent out there. So if you ha- if you move into Austin, let me know. I've got a great referral are for all, you. Are all the real estate agents in Austin millionaires now? 
Possibly, although it's Austin, so they may just be hundred heirs, hundred or least an heirs. I don't know, but yeah. you know. Um, but Klaus makes a Delta Eight seltzer. Now Copperhead, one of my favorite breweries. I'm going to give Seth and Alicia a plug here. Um, they make a great Delta Eight seltzer, ten yeah. milligrams for twelve ounces. The guys over at Eighth Wonder, of course, make yep. a, make one again, ten milligrams for a twelve ounce beer. Klaus is doing. 25 milligrams in 16 ounces. Drink that and go take a nap. Exactly. So I am, I, you know, no offense. I went to CU Boulder. I did enough weed in college. Not my thing. Don't like it. Don't like feeling like I'm not in control. Like not when I can stop. But, um, you know, my wife wants to take a, you know, one of those about an hour and a half before bed. She's like, it's the best sleeping pill ever. And it's really? zero calories. It's literally just carbonated water with, you know, Delta eight distillate in it basically. Confession it's time. Flavored. Yeah. Confession time on my Confession show. I've time. never, I've never done weed. Never. If it's your thing, it's your thing. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. Like I said, no. Never done it. If it's, I, you know, like I said, I was in, I was in, I was at the University of Colorado Boulder. Yeah. Like, how do you not? Right. You're. I'll be in Boulder next weekend. How do you not? <laughs> but, um, it's just not my thing. Yeah. You know what? And I have no problem with it. I honestly think just like. Every other state, we should just freaking legalize they it. should. Get the tax Absolutely. money out of it. Pay the teachers. Yeah. Fix the roads. All that kind of stuff. But have the same penalties for drunk driving for high driving. Do high drivers cause accidents? Can they? Yes. You're still Can technically they? impaired. Yeah. I guess you are, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's that classic it's that classic thing. Instead of instead of you know cooking your pizza for 25 minutes at 400 degrees, I got high and I cooked my pizza at 25 degrees for 400 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and most states where it's legal, they do do that. Like Washington. Do they? Yeah. In, yeah. In, in, yeah. In Colorado, Washington, Arizona does it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can always tell when somebody's impaired from smoking weed because oh, yeah. when they get to a stoplight, they're like ten feet <laughs> behind the uh, behind yes. the stoplight. They're waiting for it to turn green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, hey, if it's your thing, it's great. I've got no issue with it. It's natural. Sure. I think it does a lot of, of good for some people. Absolutely. Just yeah. legalize it and, and collect the tax money on it. Yeah. It makes sense, right? That'd be totally best. makes sense. Wow, we are rolling here, aren't we? <laughs> not rolling weed, okay? No, not it's rolling not. joints. No. But we are rolling on in the show. We, we need to take a second break. Sure. Because i got to go to the restroom. Okay. Uh, but we'll be back for one last segment with our good friend Hughes, so make sure you stay tuned. Cheers. Have you visited Galveston Island Brewing? Take a trip to the island and experience the laid-back atmosphere and award-winning craft beer like Tiki Wheat, Citra Mellow IPA, and Hefene Hefeweizen. Enjoy the cozy taproom or the island-style beer garden and patio with plenty of shade and a playground for the kids. Be sure to check out the online calendar for live music and food truck schedules and come by on Saturday for the free weekly brewery tour at 1 p.m. So gather your friends and join Galveston Island Brewing for some fun in the sun. Are you looking for a bigger home so you can have more room for beer? Are you looking to move closer to your favorite brewery or bottle shop? Whatever the reason, you need to call Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor. Hugh is a craft beer fan looking to help out his fellow hopheads any way he can with their real estate needs. That's Hugh Height, TXBeerRealtor.com or 281-939-8182. 
Follow the Texas Beer Experience blog and podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Did you miss an episode? All episodes are available on all the major podcast platforms and even some of the not-so-major ones. And now, back to the Texas Beer Experience podcast. Welcome back. We're here with our buddy Hugh High. So we just opened up a bottle of uh, Patience Brewing. Yep. It's a it's a sour beer. Yes. And it has book pages in it. Yeah. So uh, Jonathan and Jonathan Shannon's a brewer. Brandon East is his um, kind of business partner. They're yeah. awesome dudes. Brandon lives. Uh, Jonathan lives real close here, just up Kirkendall, only because I sold his house that was five minutes away from uh, Patience last year. His mom said he, he was able to. He was one of the few people who was able to take full advantage of the market last year. Which his mom yeah. said, "Hey, I'm moving in with my boyfriend in Conroe. If you want to move into my house, it's paid off. Pay my taxes. Pay the you know. Just, oh man, yeah, yeah, just just pay 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 the taxes and 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 pay your own utilities, and you can live here until you save up enough money that you want to move into your next big house. Because we sold his house for way more than he thought it was worth." But he didn't have to go and spend all that money that he made. He could hold on to it for a couple of years and then go buy something else. But anyway, so needless to say, um, Jonathan's a great dude. Has no interest in opening up a commercial brewery at any point in time. Um, I wish he would because he would sell the shit out of everything he makes. If you know patience, you know patience. Um, he only does basically wild ales and things like that. Mm-hmm. This beer came about a couple years ago, the first iteration or another iteration of it. He wanted a, a, a beer that smelled like an old book. And he found for like $4 at a secondhand store a, a book called Microbe Hunter. He literally tore pages out of the book and put it in the mash. If you look at their Instagram, you can see that. What he didn't know at the time was the $4 that he spent for the book. It was a first edition from like 1836, and oh, it was worth shit. like 400 bucks. Oh, okay. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so this edition is edition number five. They just had their release here at Patient or at Thistle last Saturday, um, and uh, they had two other beers that he did with it. But uh, this one now he found a. Let me read it. Uh, 1856 edition of Homeric Ballads, and apparently he had to spend forty dollars on this book, but he found out later it was worth about nine hundred dollars. Okay, so and he maybe... just tore out pages and put it in it put it put it in the freaking mash. <laughs> Literally, he put pages of the book into the mash. Can't he just find like book like like an Encyclopedia Britannica that from it's, the forties? It's not going to smell the same. <laughs> you know what? You know when you get an old book and you open it up and it's kind of like. It yeah. literally is that almost that Saison smell, that grass and dirt and hay, right. but then right. it's a book smell. And if you ever have a beer that tastes like a book smells, and, and his last release, release four, which had to be 2019, I think, yeah. um, I brought my mom in, and I've said the story before, and he's repeated the story, and he thought it was amazing. So my mom is an author. She is a writer. She's a, a published author. And I brought her here for the release. I'm like, I'm going to bring you to, she happened to be in town. I'm like, hey, I got to run to this place, but I want you to come with me. She's like, why? I don't like beer. I'm like, you'll like this beer because it's a book. <laughs> and she was like, literally the words out of my mother's mouth. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Did you kiss your mother with that mouth? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, and she was, she was blown away. Yeah. And, and 
yeah, Jonathan and Brandon were just like they, they thought it was so awesome that she's an actually author and and uh, a couple of uh, months ago he gave me one of I think 17 bottles that he made of that same beer but he added fresh apricot puree to it Ooh. and I opened it with my mom this past summer when she was here in town she was taking my youngest number five to the Galapagos Islands for his um, high school graduation trip a year early so they flew Phoenix, Houston, Houston, Ecuador, Ecuador, the Galapagos, and then back. Um, and I opened that with her because he said, please open that with your mom. And it was an amazing beer. So this is another beer that if I poured for anybody out there, uh, I really don't think that they would expect it to be homebrew. I think they would think it was actually from a professional brewery. This is not too like homebrew. No, it's no, not. Not at all. Not at all. And another example homebrew. of how that Houston homebrew scene is just, I think it's a, st- it's a cut above everybody else in the, in the country. Yeah. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't argue that because I haven't had homebrew from any other part of the country, but this is really good. But man. it doesn't I mean, taste like homebrew. That's it doesn't, the biggest thing. I mean, I've had homebrew here in Houston that tastes like homebrew. Yeah. And it's not bad for homebrew. And I've, I've made some of that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's not as good as this beer right here. Man, that, that's really why good. when my friends ask me, like, oh, you're so into beer, are you going to start brewing? I'm like, absolutely not. I like I'm when like, people ask me, you know, say, oh, you work for Galveston Allen, do you make the beer? And I say, no, if I did, we'd already be closed. <laughs> I know, I told <laughs> my friends, they're, totally they're, they're like, oh, you ever going to brew beer? I'm like, absolutely not. I've got friends that can do it way better than I ever yeah, could. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing, absolutely. With, you know, same thing with, like, smoking meats. I'd rather just pay a friend to smoke a brisket <laughs> for me because he's going to do it better. Thank you, Derek. If you, if you ever want really good pulled pork, mm-hmm. let me know. I know a guy. All right. Yeah. I got you. His name's Leo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love pulled pork anyway. But anyway. oh, I do too. Yeah. I yeah. I usually I'm I'm lazy because I do not own. I'm like I said, I'm at the point where I don't even own a smoker. Don't want to. Not even not even a pellet smoker. Not even I. Not even a pellet smoker. I got respect for you for that because I hate pellet smokers. <laughs> I call I, everybody that tells me, you ever thought about getting a pellet smoker? Say, so, yes, I have one. It's called my microwave. No, there you go. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll make pulled pork occasionally, and I literally yeah. just, I, I'll buy a, 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 you know, shoulder roast and throw it in the crock pot. Yeah. And just yeah. let it, let it go. There you go. It's, it's no different. It's not the same as smoked, and I, I understand that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, don't, don't, please don't ever use liquid smoke, but, mm. um, Absolutely not. That stuff no, is terrible. It is absolutely disgusting. That is horrible. So, um, I did have some, some questions for you. All right. Excuse me. Well, no, this is a beer show. It's okay to burp into the mic, yeah, right? You should be doing more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you're in real estate. Yep. Um, when, when, you sell, when you sell somebody a house, mm-hmm. what's a... Uh, and, and you sell beer people houses. Yes. Like, do you guide them into like this is the room where you drink your beer? Oh, we've I've had those. So no, yeah. we, we've we've had those. So understand, um, probably my favorite beer related story. Yeah. I'm assuming that you, because everyone in Houston knows who Jimmy Campos is. Yes. And we love Jimmy. Jimmy's good dude. I'm stuck in Mexico. Here's my here's my Jimmy. Here's here's my opinion of Jimmy. I am mm-hmm. stuck in a Mexican jail. I have one phone call to get five hundred dollars to get home. <laughs> I am calling Jimmy. Yeah. yeah right. Jimmy invites me to go camping for the weekend. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Jimmy texts me one night and he's like, homie, I'm like, what's up? He's like, I need you. I'm like, I need you too. What's up? And he's like, hey, I'm ready to buy a house. Here is what Jimmy's requirements were for buying a house. Minimum three bedrooms, no more than 10 minutes away from Southern Yankee. Oh, wow. (laughs) And did you meet those needs? Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. (laughs) No, no, no. Jimmy, no, Jimmy. And I had to figure out which lender of mine to refer Jimmy to because, you know, if Jimmy is not at work at Best Buy, he's wearing a Pornhub shirt. Correct. And if, yes. when you ever see Jimmy, and I know this for a fact because I saw them, Jimmy owns eight Pornhub shirts, so he can wear one every day of the week. Right. Okay, it's not the same and shirt then, every and time. Then one, just in case. Exactly. One gets dirty, he exactly. Has a clean one. And, yeah. and we love Jimmy. And Jimmy, you know, so for for those who don't know Jimmy or don't know Jimmy personally, Jimmy's worked for Best Buy for twenty five plus years. Mm-hmm. He, you know, what I mean, he was the perfect client. Hey, Jimmy, I've got all these houses. Great. Let's go see them this day my lender would text Jimmy or call Jimmy, hey, I need X, Y, and Z from you. He, she would have them in like five minutes. Nice. Okay? Um, so Jimmy's whole thing was he loved K. Pablo. That's his favorite beer right now. He wants to be no more than 10 minutes from Southern Yankee. Found him a house. K. Pablo, if you haven't listened to the show uh, that we deal with, uh, with Southern Yankee is a Mexican lager. Yes. Yeah. And they did a spicy version of it that's fantastic oh, as well. I know. Yeah. I mean, like a Michelada version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. They did. I mean, I, I love Sydney. I, I, Sydney and, and family. They're they're great. Oh yeah, fantastic. They're they're awesome, and their beers are great. I wish they got more distro. I understand why they're not distroing. I don't think they want to. No, I don't think they want to either. But no. that cra- I need to get down to the craft house. Oh man, you which is been yet? It's in Montrose. When am I going to drive to? Oh man, you need to go. The food is. I know. Amazing. It looks amazing. It's so good. It looks amazing. So good. So anyway. Um, they're not ours. Uh, we had some wings anyway. delivered to the yeah. table, and they belong right. to nobody. That's fine. I'll, I'll drink. I'll drink. Oh no, one keep them here. We'll, we'll eat them afterwards. One. Yeah, I'll eat one after. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we. Uh, but anyway, so that was Jimmy's thing. But I've got a picture on my Instagram, txbrealtor.com. If you go and scroll down, you'll see Jimmy with his Pornhub shirt. In between two hot blondes, one's my wife, one's the lender. <laughs> looks like he's ready to direct MILF porn. Oh, my gosh. This is really what it looks like. Um, and then we always do a basket, and we always do custom cookies. And so I had Pornhub cookies made. And oh, I had, my gosh. And I had penis cookies made for Jimmy. You you are the, literally the best real estate agent <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> if, if I ever need to buy a house, I'm going to buy it from you, man. Because, buy, sell, yeah. lease. Yeah, we can do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, we we. I like like to think there's a reason. So everything we do, we do it under Sherry's name just to make it easy. Um, There's a reason that she's got a five star rating on Har with you know literally probably almost a hundred reviews. You know, we we really do put our heart and soul into every client that we possibly can. So. And you do. And I mean, I've seen the pictures, and and I don't think I ever saw the Pornhub ones. But I've seen like the pictures of how how good you guys are to your clients, and you make gifts for them that are specifically for them, as you know, as a home, you know, when they buy their homes. Like it's yeah. it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, and in fact, the um, the 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 girl that I shouldn't say girl, my friend's wife makes um, the cookies for us. We customize mm-hmm. every set of cookies, and in fact, um, if you remember the OG days of the Houston Beer Chronicle. Yes. Like the original ones? I remember, yeah. It's Nick Blaschke's wife. 
oh, who used really? to write for them. Yes, and I helped Nick buy, buy his house Nick as well. Nick is such a good dude, man. Yeah. I miss him. I haven't seen him in a while. He's basically off all social media except Snapchat. Really? Yeah, which is how I, how I communicate with him. I, man, I, don't, I haven't used Snapchat I in like Snap- two years. I love Snapchat. <laughs> it's actually how I communicate with my kids most often. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, Nick, if you listen to the show, man, we miss you, buddy. I'm going to yell at him and yeah, tell yeah. him to listen to the I'll, show. I'm going to send him a text. I got his phone number. I'll there send you him go. a text on him. Hey, we mentioned you on the show. We miss you. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to open one more host Houston homebrew before we? Yeah, yeah. Let's do one more, one more homebrew. Okay. And this is a homebrew that we're unfortunately never going to get again. Yeah, so, you told me the story behind this, and uh, yeah, stained glass beer works. My friend Andy Benton, yeah, um, was going to open in the vintage. Didn't work out. All sorts of things. He's already sold his. Um, he's already sold his uh, his his brew system. He's. He said he may help some folks brew some things sometimes, but yeah. he, he's pretty much done. So what I've got is one of my last three bottles of what he calls his old charter member. So the history is Andy grew up in Corpus Christi. Andy grew up um, very much involved in the church. Andy's actually a pastor. He doesn't pastor anymore. He runs a Christian nonprofit now, mm-hmm. plays bass at Faith Bridge um, Church here over here on Stubner Airline. Just all around awesome dude, member of the uh, the trivia team, all that stuff. Right. So every single one of his beers is church themed, and every single one actually has a story behind it. So this one is old charter member, and basically, when any time a new pastor came into their church down in Corpus, this is like the original group of like four people that started the church, mm-hmm. and they would basically say, "This is what you can and can't do." So there's a whole story on the bottle i'll post a picture of it later um yeah yeah we'll but that's that's really what it is too. so anyway so unfortunately andy um probably not going to ever open his brewery he had plans to to open it this is an american barley wine aged in whitmire's barrels nice for about 15 months oh wow um and i tasted it probably every three months after you know as he was he was uh, uh doing it we were pulling the nail and tasting it and finally is the point he was like I think it's there. Should I dry hop it? And I said, if you do anything to this beer, I'm going to kick you in the nads right now because it is absolutely perfect. All caramel, all toffee, all vanilla. Um, Hugh, can you quit talking about it and pour me some beer? <laughs> it went in the, it, it, the, the, the... Oh, my gosh. Look at the color on that. This is listed at 13%, and that's what it went into the barrel at. It's probably closer to 15 and a half or yeah. 16. He says... He couldn't actually measure it. His Man, hydrometer doesn't go up that high. I I can smell it like right here. Exactly. Like six inches from my nose. You can smell the toffee. I, oh man. This is I one was, of my favorite beers he's ever made. I have two left after this. I know you're a barley wine fan like I me. I love barley wine, man. I know. I do. So what I did for Andy this time is I said I basically committed. Um, I didn't buy bottles because he can't legally sell bottles, but I bought 53 glasses and it came with 53 free bottles. That's very cool. And I and sold you're down it. To two. And, and I and I I I then passed them on to 50 friends of mine that were worthy of getting bottles this of it. This is amazing. Isn't that fantastic? Oh my God, Andy, please open your brewery. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's he sold his system. Oh, man. He sold his system. That is so good. He had a he had a. a I want to say a one-barrel SS Brewtech system that he was going to do yeah. his pilot system with. And he's getting ready to buy a five-barrel system. 
Okay, if you're not going to open your brewery, Andy, <laughs> and, if, and if you're a brewer and you're listening to the show and you want to learn how to make a barley wine, call Andy Benton. Man, this is... <laughs> stained, glass, wow. stained Glass Beer Works on Instagram. Stained Glass Beer Works on Instagram. Man, this is... This is awesome. I, it's fantastic. Wow. It's everything I want in a barley wine. Like I said, it's molasses, it's toffee, it's caramel, it's Man. vanilla. I, I, you know, probably my favorite beer of all time is St. Arnold's Bishop's Barrel 13. Okay. It's a Belgian quad aged in bourbon barrels. Yes. This is right up there with that. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It is. Mm. One of the things I always talk about when I mention a barley wine, or describe a barley wine, it's like it's like drinking candy. Mm-hmm. I really feel it's like drinking candy. It's like yeah. toffee, some raisin maybe, yep. some definitely some caramel. Yep. Oh, this and it's, the mouthfeel on this is like it just. Oh, it's creamy. It, it just coats, coats your tongue. Coats your tongue. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Man, oh, I'm like happy and sad at the same time. I know, I know. I made sure that I had at least two bottles left before I, I checked my fridge. I'm like, oh, do I bring one? Okay, I have two. I'm good. I'm good. Man, thank you for sharing this. No, absolutely. I, I mean, beer's when... meant for sharing. Here's here's really my whole is. thing. It's it doesn't matter. I don't. I. It's so funny because now on on every Tuesday that we're at Thistle. We all order two beers and food from Thistle, and then they are kind enough, Mary and Jake and John are kind enough to let us basically just bring a bunch of beer in and have a share every single Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny now that I almost don't like drinking a full beer anymore. I really just want a couple of tasters of taste. like a bunch yeah. of everything. Yeah. Except for this. I will solo do one of these, which I may have done in my life. <laughs> I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> Hopefully this was at home. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> huge, huge fan of drinking at home because, A, there's no last call and you don't have to wear pants. You know what? Those You're are my right. two rules. You're right. And I'm, I'm like, less than my rules at home, too. Like, I used to be a church guy. Uh-huh. I used to be a church guy, and uh, we haven't been to church in a couple of years. And so one Sunday morning, I woke up, I was like, it was like 9 o'clock. Sure. And it had been up for a little bit already, I was like, I was wanting to have a beer. I was like, should I have one? It's like, heck yeah, you should have one. <laughs> have a beer right now, because yeah. you want one, and it's so, okay. So Sherry yeah. made, made the worst negotiation ever with me. By the way, she does not do that for clients. She's a fantastic yeah. negotiator with her husband who she loves and adores, she made the worst deal ever, which was she said if I would go to church with her on Sundays, mm-hmm. understand I was raised Jewish. She's a <laughs> Southern Baptist, right? But You're I'm like, Jewish, you? I, really? Technically. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm the world's worst Jew. I had bacon for breakfast. <laughs> but anyway, technically, um, yes, I was raised Jewish, had my bar mitzvah. You know, I mean, okay. the classic, classic joke. I'm like... You know, like, yeah, I got circumcised when I was eight days old. Like, did it hurt a lot? I'm like, yeah, of course it did. I didn't walk for like a fucking year. <laughs> I've anyway. I've never heard that. <laughs> and it sounds like it's a common oh, joke. I have better, I have, yeah. I have the best Jewish jokes of all time. But anyway, um, so anyway, so Sherry was like, look, come to church with me on Sundays and work out at least three days a week. And I cannot complain about how much beer you buy. And I could not shake her hand fast enough. Yeah. 
So you still go to church every Sunday? We we either go online or we we either watch online or we'll go. Yeah. I actually have friends there. Andy plays there. I've got good friends on the on okay. the team that okay. are there. Um, yeah, it's you know we have fun. So I mean it's it's interesting. I like to see things from a, a different perspective. I know there's no religion, but I'm just saying. And it's funny because I was it's, just it's thinking, not, I was like, because I'm the one that brought it up. Yeah. So we have rules on the show, and, re- and no religious talk is. One of them yeah. Because it can divulge this into is, like. But this is different. This bullshit, is different. Right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. So this is this is what we do. So it's you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So we made that agreement. We also when we got married, and it, it comes it, it stems from, um, when we got married, we made a promise to each other that if it's important to you, it's important to me. Yes. So I go to church and I've, you know, learned about the things that are important for her and Sherry's come to appreciate beer and she notices cars now and all the stuff that I'm kind of interested in. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good way to live. You're a good husband. Well, I try. Not a, you know, you none know, of us are always good husbands, but we not try. Not always. Not always. But I try to be a good husband and, and you, you, it's good to think of your, your significant other before you think of yourself. And that's, yeah. When somebody asks me what makes a good marriage, I'm like, um, I make her more important than me. That's well, I've 100%. got I, in my in my in my phone every day. I've got my three things that I have to do for Sherry, which is, which is literally treat her like a princess, mm-hmm. PDA, yep. and the D. Do <laughs> you have those on your phone? I yeah, have yeah. them on my phone. <laughs> It's it's every day. Yeah. As I pull up my phone so I can show Leo. Right at the top. There it is. <laughs> All day. All day. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like the way you think, man. Yeah, yeah I try. Yeah. All right, so and I'm not done with this barley one yet, but I know I'm gonna have some more. But we of do course. we do have to get to our our questions of the day. Sure. And so you listen to the show, which makes me happy because you already, I didn't have to tell you about him before the show. Absolutely. Um, so we asked our guests two, sh- two questions. Um, the first question is the road trip question where okay. if you're on a road trip in Texas, okay. what's the thing that makes it officially a road trip? And I will say this saying that I got full permission from the wife to say it. Okay. <laughs> Roadhead. <laughs> we're, de- we're definitely gonna have to put the explicit, <laughs> explicit thing on the uh, on the episode for this one. Not only for all the headphones I've been dropped, but for the Roadhead that he just dropped on the show. Hey, she's. I'm like. I'm like the one that's. And other than that, honestly, I mean, the PG version is um, cherry sours and butter toffee peanuts from Bucky's. Cherry sours and like, but and like the a, butter a and beer cherry no sour. no no the, the cherry sours and the the candy the, oh, the oh. cherry sours and the butter toffee peanuts from Bucky's okay those are explicit road trip necessities in gotcha. the car gotcha all right <laughs> <laughs> that's the first on the show right here folks <laughs> I gave you the PG and the R you can edit out the you know R what's if you so want. funny no 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 we'll we'll, we'll both of them <laughs> but what's funny is that like before the show and when I mentioned about the, the language uh, filter but th- that there is none 
and said, man, I've never heard you cuss, so I, I thought you were just like this clean-cut dude that sells, sells, uh, oh, sells gosh. homes. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I sell homes. I, yeah, anyway, I... I feel like I should be embarrassed, but I'm kind of not. No, you should not be embarrassed. I love it. I love it. I also wanted to come up with a very original answer that none of your other guests would say. So that is, I feel like you've like, you've like drawn the line. You've drawn the line and have dared everybody else that's coming on the show to cross it. Well, I don't yeah. know how you can. I don't. Maybe you can. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But. <laughs> Oh my God, that's hilarious! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Last question: um, Your last day on Earth. Mm-hmm. If it's today, what's the beer you're drinking? And my, you know, originally when I thought about this, I was thinking like, what's one of the best beers I've ever had in my life? And I wanted to say something like. Beer Barrel Time from Side Project, which I think is a, is a fantastic answer, right? Beer Barrel Time from yes. Side Project. Yes, I think that's a fantastic answer, but I don't think that's really what I would want. And I don't think I can say what specific beer I would want if I can change the question just a little bit, mm-hmm. because I think I brought what I would want to drink on my last day on earth, which is beer made from friends, made by my friends. That's cool, made man. for my friend John, made by my friend Andy, made by my friend Rick, made by my friend Juan, made by my friend Jonathan and, and Brandon. That's what I'd rather do. Is I'd rather answer. have my the you know the, the 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 beers and the meads made by people that I know, that I love, that I care about, rather than just some other brewery. Man, I want to hug you right now. <laughs> I literally love that answer. Literally, literally love that answer. That's fantastic. Yeah, you know. You're right. Like now, I'm like rethinking what's my last beer, <laughs> and I mean, it's for me, it's BB13 from, and I mentioned that sure. just a little while ago. Sure, but that's also made by but, friends but and people that you know. It's Aaron Inkrod and the guys yeah. over at Saint Arnold that made that. They're and they are friends. Uh, but yeah, man, you're right. Like, and we have so many friends that make fantastic beers. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll probably th- I'd probably throw some Copperhead in there, too, just because I love Seth and Alicia. Yeah. I'd probably throw in some Valensons as well. Oh, man. Val. <laughs> and I'll throw, and I'll throw in some equal parts because yes. everyone needs Kaizen. So. That Kaizen rice lager. Oh. I don't think we've ever talked about that on the show. That's one of the best easy-drinking lagers you'll ever have. Yep. It's fantastic. Yep. Definitely give it a shot. Hugh, uh, the last thing on the show, tell us how we can find you. How we can help you if you if you need a house or exactly any kind of help. So any anything real regarding real estate, you're you're buying, you're selling, you're thinking about buying, you're thinking about selling, you're looking at at, at a at leasing a home, leasing a condo, leasing an apartment. Uh, you can find me on Instagram txbeerrealtor.com. You can find me on the web at txbeerrealtor.com. Uh, my phone number 281-939-8182. Uh, I drive a big old Dodge Ram pickup with my freaking face and my wife's beautiful face on it. So if you see the Eagle Mobile out there, stop me if you want to. I've got openers. I've got stickers for you. I've got, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, would love to help anybody out there in the beer community or even not in the beer community. Um, just know uh, I like to think that, uh, you know, both my wife and I, because everything's done through Sherry, um, she's absolutely my better half, and uh, we're some really fucking good realtors, and we will do yeah. our best and uh, 
uh, fight for every penny, whether it's buying or selling, um, but mostly try to make this as easy a process as possible, available all the time, 24-7, always start group texts with our clients, and once the sale's over, the sale's not over. We're friends, yeah. you wanna text me, years later, you know, days later, months later, whatever it is, we're very available. That's awesome, man. Hugh, thank you for being on the show, dude. Well, thank you. You're, you're a really genuine dude. <laughs> appreciate that. Really genuine, and I appreciate all your honest answers, even the embarrassing <laughs> ones. It's not embarrassing I'm for not, me. It's not embarrassing for me. I probably blushed during that, that, that segment. Right you're you're kind of matching your shirt. If you don't know, he's, he's yeah, wearing yeah. a bright red Galveston I Island am, brewing shirt. I am. I, I think am. Leo's about the same color as his shirt right now. <laughs> I can't get over it. It's so hilarious. So, and, and it's such an original take on the show, for sure, man. For sure. But again, thank you for being on the show. Thank you all for listening to the show. It's a, again, it's just a passion project. I know I don't make the show very often. We're trying to get better at it. We're going to record a few more shows. I'm actually going to record tomorrow in Austin with Circle Brewing Company out of Austin. Uh, North Austin's oldest uh, craft brewery. Looking forward to hanging out with awesome. them tomorrow. We'll be in Austin for, for the uh, Texas Craft Brewers Festival. Good deal. It's going to be a lot of fun. Next week, we'll be in Denver for the Great American Beer Festival. That is a, that's Look, a bucket list item. We were talking about that before. I mean, man, I need to go. Surprise I, I just got to go. Yeah, you should go. You should go. It's, always, it's, all, it's a lot of fun. It's a great experience. Yep. Have so many great stories to tell. Now, we'll be creating more stories this year. So, uh, and be looking out for videos. So, I'm doing a little bit more on TikTok. So we'll be doing a lot of TikTok videos in Austin this weekend and in Denver next weekend. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the show. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you on the next episode. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.